weird. It's the Weird Podcast. My name is Aaron. I'm Craig. I wasn't expecting that. That's how I am. (laughs) Well, old man, just had a birthday. Happy birthday to you, sir. Yeah, I'm still waiting on our listeners to send me money. Yeah. Did you not get it? Nope. No, boy, I did. How about that? How about our listeners reaching out on Facebook and everything? You took my money. What are you, Alan? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I... I, um, How about those... those, uh, People, I was kind of expecting to hear some bad comments this week after I talked about Big Lebowski in such a, you know. Well, I mean, that's that's just your opinion. So our listeners are are well grounded. I did notice that there was a lot of silence. Usually, immediately after we start hearing comments about things in the show, and we didn't really hear anything this week. Maybe they didn't uh, respond to. Is anybody out there? Just not if you can hear us. Is there anyone home? (laughs) Okay, 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 (laughs) okay. Let's just keep moving here. It's Friday, May twenty fourth. It is the day after my birthday. You are still. Uh, you still got plenty of time to send me money. <laughs> You're so old. Electronic gift I don't cards. Mind. I mean, no offense, but man, you are old. You're just okay. Now as old as you, except <laughs> I've already gotten Taco Bell senior discounts That's three true. years early. That's true. You're supposed to get them at fifty five. Yeah, and I can't drive fifty five. I can't either. Well, I can't actually because I'm in a Prius. And I like to conserve gas. <laughs> yes. Uh, By but, the way, I was behind. No, a Chevy Volt was behind me. Mm-hmm. First of all, it was in front of me on the way home today. And that thing took forever just to get up to speed. So I passed it. It shouldn't. It was behind I, me at a red light. Is that I the, left that thing sitting in the is dust. Is that the all-electric? Yes. You know, my Leaf wasn't like that. My no, Leaf, my leaf, leaf it, would throw it, you in the back seat. It, it wasn't a Chevy, as we talked oh, about. Oh, that's true. <laughs> so, um, Mark Patch is a Ford man, too. Well, I'm, we're not. We're Toyota men. That's right. But if so, I had to choose between Ford or Chevy, I'd probably go Ford. Uh, it's hard for me to say. Well, we already had this but discussion. Between those two, yeah. We probably. don't need a flashback. But that Malibu was nice that I rented. Yeah. But I don't know that I'd well, want Well, Sarah to. had a nice Camaro she rented. We're not talking about her. Oh, yeah. She used to work with us. Uh, hey, so um, how do we get off on that whole thing? I don't know, but we got to get these podcast rules knocked out. Uh, uh, we have rules because you know what, Craig? A podcast without rules is a podcast without rules. Exactly. And we are a podcast with rules. And our first rule is we only tell true stories. Actually, the first rule is we have rules. Rules are there are rules. That would be the, really would be the first rule, but the first rule is what you said: only true stories. The second one is that when a bad guy's name is mentioned in a story and he only has two names, so if his name's you know Bob Smith, it becomes Bob Allen Smith because everyone knows the bad guys have three names. That's correct. When reading a, a rule number three, when reading a story with quotes, uh, we've got to do our best to emulate the accent of the area from which the story originated. Uh, podcast rule number four: sometimes we we hear things when we're reading. We hear the words and they come together and they sound like perfect band names sometimes that happens and, uh, yeah so we're allowed each of us one per episode to declare a band name Official. and it's, it's a free band name you can sure. you, you can use it if take you want to you, you can leave your friends behind or take it on the run yeah, whatever you want to do <laughs> rule number five friday episodes like this include movie reviews 
But the reviewed movie doesn't necessarily have to be a movie. Which, in fact, negates the whole point of it being a, be a movie book. review. Be and a the pizza. final rule is that we can change the rules if we want to because it's our show, whatever. All right, let's take care of some of some business real quick, and then I got some. I got a, I got a special story for you. Um, how about them ear, earbuds we, we received from Studio? Still loving them. They're the Tove T O L V uh, Studio Tove. Uh, they're streamlined, completely Did you wireless. Say studio? No, Tove? I said Studio. Okay, Su Su Studio, just like uh, Genesis said. <clears throat> With its streamlined, completely wireless design and minimalistic carrying case, that thing's about the size of Tic Tacs, and it it's charges. very small. It's awesome. I love it. I took my camping with me. They're amazing over sounding. the weekend. Yes. The Tov offers up to seven hours of battery life. I was out camping for the whole weekend, never had to, well, I had to recharge once, but I never well, ran when out you of put power. Them, when you put them back in the case, they, they charge. just charge they right just charge up. Right yeah. up. They, don't, they don't even ask you. They say, no. they say, hey, Aaron, you say what? I'm going to charge these for you. <laughs> oh, you know something else different about these than our previous pair? These come on automatically. You take them out of the case, yep, they you're, sure you're do. good to go. They you sure do. I noticed that, too. Love that. Uh, it uh, features an all-new graphene driver. It's lightning fast, and so the earbuds instantly connect as soon as they are lifted out of the case. Just like, yeah, she goes channel. She goes, left channel, right channel. That's what she does. Yeah, no, I yeah. love it. Yes, yeah. it's fun. And uh, the Toll features the latest in Bluetooth technology, the 5.0 technology. Yeah, Correct. that's, that's know, better you know than the 4. That. So take a look. Go it's to, not quite uh, 6. Not which, quite which there. Which isn't a thing yet. Right. Because they're up to date. Yeah, they're up to date. So just go to studio.com and Did check them out. you mention the 15 meters of range? I didn't. That's I didn't like, mention what, 50, 40, 50 you can, feet? You can leave your whatever listing device on a table, cut the grass almost. Might be a little extreme. Depending on your yard. Might be a little extreme. Okay. But go to studio.com and just... Uh, Search for the Tolv T O L V. You'll see. And they've see. got other stuff too. They've got over, sure. They've got over the ear Bluetooth. And and that's what I've got on right now. Right. But my, I've got them connected because we're using fancy studio equipment. Right. Right. But, stuff. But we, they are Bluetooth. Yeah. In, industry type stuff. Sure. Uh, but they've got a lot of other things. Not just that to choose from. Correct. Uh, weird podcast is the code which will give you 15% off any purchase. And that's 15% off their low, low prices. Free shipping. These earbuds sound better than anything I've ever heard. And I'm not just making that up. I couldn't get you to listen for the longest time. I know, time. and they're amazing. They're better than some that I've paid a lot more money for. I can tell you that. Yeah, yeah. And you get 15% off their low, low prices just by using the podcast weird podcast code yeah just put weird podcast go to studio that's like studio without the t that's correct studio.com and uh, use weird podcast and you'll get that 15 percent off all right it's a friday episode you know what that means we get to go home movie review time oh we gotta record first we need a theme song for movie reviews La 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 la! It's a movie review. La 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 la! I'm going first tonight. La 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 la! I'm not done yet. La 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 la! Movie review. So we were camping all weekend. Nothing. No, you didn't like it. No, well, it was okay. I mean, don't cry. I know people at your age. I got, and that's why I'm talking a little lower tonight. That's an Asia song. Don't cry. Now that I found you, I love Asia. That just got weird. Now, so we were camping all weekend. I hadn't had a lot of time, but I did come home. Early enough to catch a movie. Unfortunately, he did come home. <laughs> I found it. And I had to search through Netflix for a movie I was even slightly interested in. Netflix is the worst. So I found like they're one. they're great, but they're the worst at the same time. They're, they're, yeah. The, to find things in that service is horrendous. And they've taken my very favorite movie away. Oh, wait. Uh, Finding Nemo? Paddleton. Good. Good nothing. Okay. So what I ended up watching was a movie called Hidden in Plain Sight. And it's a story of a young lady who's uh, boy. Not, she's not a very good hide and seek player. Her boyfriend was abusive, so she faked her. Uh, she faked a suicide to get away from. That's her. crazy. And then she moved away with her. She's son, not dead with their son. 
So um, was she like hidden in plain sight? She was hidden in plain sight, but he catches up to her. <laughs> he finds her. He's kinda a mean like, man. Like uh, uh, what he's, was the Julia Roberts movie? He's a bad boy. What was the Julia Roberts movie? Sleeping with the Enemy. Yeah, kind of like that. Crazy guy. Yeah, crazy. This guy crazy. was crazy. So anyway, I'm going to give hidden in plain sight. Let's see. I will give it. I'll give it two out of five uh, binoculars. Two out of five. Because it was terrible. <laughs> okay, well, watch that one. No, don't watch it. It, it. And it was filmed like one of these Hallmark movies. You know how they look? You could tell a Hallmark movie. It, I think it's a filmed. Too formulated. It's filmed on video instead of like actual film. So are you. <laughs> so I think that kind of just messed it up for me. But eh, two out of five. I went into the archives, as I have been doing lately. And I, I've been watching the second season of Cobra Kai. Oh, good. Which yeah. is based on the Karate Kid movie. Yes, sir, it is. Movies. Let's just say movie, because the first one's the only one that counts. So I went back and I watched. You didn't like the latest one? No. <laughs> so so I, uh, the original Karate Kid has just got a lot of heart. I like that movie a it lot. It does. It's and, a great movie. And um, It's a great movie. And of course, I'm going to give it like five crane moves out of five. Absolutely. Um, it's a good, I mean, even I love that movie. And I'm tough on movies. Yeah. You know, yeah, they don't like, like the your tapes and your CDs are really scratched up and beat up a lot. You know, is that what you mean? That no, you're like really not very. No, res- that's not what I mean. Not very responsible. No, with sir. Your so, um, but if I ever recommend a movie, you better run see it because it's got to be good. Better unsee it, run see it. So I don't run anywhere unless it's Dairy Queen. <laughs> uh, so I'm just gonna just put that out there that it's such a great movie to go back and look at again. Uh, Karate Kid. It, okay. was, it was great to go back and watch it again. All right. Well, especially if you're watching Cobra Kai, it's just so you know. Sure. It ties it's them like all a together. Flashback. Well, like, it's got, like a two-hour flashback. That's great about uh, Cobra Kai is they actually do flashbacks to the movies. You actually see scenes from the movie now and then. They're showing like a quick flashback. Yeah. They I don't like halfway do it. I like it and I like it a lot. I like it a lot. Hey, you know what's special about tonight's episode? Other than you're older it's, than it's, you've ever it's been. It's the last episode. No, it's not. Every story in tonight's episode. Submitted by listeners. Nice. Every single one of them. Everyone. Except for this one. And this is a personal story. I wanted to tell you. I didn't did not mention this to you in the uh, Is it a weird story? In the band meeting. It is kind of weird. Did you see a ghost? So I'm, I, I just mentioned that we went camping. I, I, oh. And this is my first time ever camping in a hammock. And I usually take a tent. My wife's been hammock camping for years. She's tried to talk me into it. So she finally purchased me a fancy hammock. Hey. Huh? My band name for tonight? Yeah. Camping in a hammock. Okay. That's not bad. That's not bad at all. No, I buy that album. Mm-hmm. So, um, my experience in tents has not been very good, and it's, I, it's been intense. Every t- every time we go camping, I'll pick up a bottle of Sominex. Oh, I'm not sure what you were going to say to take with me. What's to help me sleep? Help you sleep? Yeah, because once you hike in, you need a night's rest to hike out from wherever you are. And we backpack camp. But we don't you, car camp. But you shouldn't be taking a, a whole bottle of pills. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I, I take, and that's the thing. I took. Uh, I took two with me because we were camping all weekend. Two bottles. I, I took two pills in a little baggie. Didn't use them. Didn't need them. It was amazing. But here's where I'm. Here's what I'm getting to. You know. You know when you get our age, medicine. I'm not your age. Yeah, you are. Medicine enters our life, right? Your prescriptions. You know, there's certain Shh, things. If you say so. So I, I have a daily prescription I take. And it doesn't matter what it is. Anyway, it's sitting in my medicine cabinet. Right. Where people hold their medicine. That's what a medicine cabinet would, in exactly. fact, be useful. Yes. So uh, today was my first, no, yesterday was my first day back to work after camping. And I was still sluggish this morning when I got up. My calves are still screaming because we hiked 10 miles over rough terrain. But 
I uh, got out of the shower, did my stuff, <laughs> took my prescription, and as I'm setting it, after I take it, I put it back in the medicine cabinet. <laughs> it's the Somonex. I took a Somonex before going to work this morning. You're lying. I'm not lying. <laughs> Were you asleep at work? <laughs> Very close. It's been a long day, I can tell you that. <laughs> Once you take a Somonex and you fight it and fight it, and fight, time drags. It's like... I don't know if I was moving extra fast. I, I didn't know they desk. still made Somonex. Yeah, yeah, they do. I don't ever take it. I, I take it for camping. And like I said, I didn't need because it. Because you can't sleep in the middle of peaceful nature? I couldn't sleep in a tent. But you can Even sleep in a, in a... This hammock, I slept like a rock, and I slept 10 hours. <laughs> the time I got out of my hammock, everybody else had already been hiking and looking at waterfalls. And How are you, how are you allowed to stay in the hammock? Why would Lori not poke you with a stick? <laughs> She tried to poke me with a snake, but she couldn't find one. <laughs> right. so, you had to look carefully for this. I said, Glenn, call Glenna. She knows where they she are. She knows where all the snakes yeah. are. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Anyway, that's my weird story. I'm finally, I think I'm finally coming out of it. But if I fall asleep. Did you, but you, you did take Somonix on the camping trip too? No, I did not. Oh, I you, took you it never, with me. You took it with me, never took yeah, it. Yeah. And I had it. Okay. In my now I'm ham- with you. My hammock's got a little side pocket. You, that's where I keep my Kindle and then all that. And I've had it right there in case I needed it. I fell asleep you faster. A, than you me. took a Kindle to the woods. Oh, absolutely. I've got a, I've got a spare Kindle that I use just for camping. I've got four Kindles. Spare. I've got a camping Kindle. The spare Kindles. Will I've be got a, a car Kindle. The spare Kindles will be a nice band. Candy too. canes. <laughs> and syrup. Oh, <laughs> oh wait. You know what we got to do? Story. <clears throat> Are you ready? Yeah, yeah. Make make sure you you don't miss that little bitty line above the headline. This came from Mark Patch. Mark Patch, band leader of the Weird Podcast. A couple heard buzzing in their bedroom. The culprits turned out to be eighty thousand bees in their bedroom. Jerry Seinfeld was not one of them. He was not. Bee populations are under threat around the world, but in one house in Spain, apparently, uh, one house in Spain apparently provided the perfect conditions. I know. I hope you're not scratched. I got a scratch. (laughs) I got to start over again. Dang it. Bee populations are under threat around the world, but one house in Spain apparently provided uh, uh, provided the the provided the provided the. (laughs) Dang it! This vinyl. The perfect conditions for a huge hive. A couple in the historic southern city of Granada in Andalusia had been troubled by a strange buzzing noise in their house for some time, and when things got so bad they couldn't sleep at night, they decided to take action. Beekeeper Sergio Guerrero told CNN the couple had first noticed bees at their property around a year ago, but no one from the police, firefighters, or the local council had been able to help because they don't care about your bees. Not even Sting or Andy? Nobody from the police? Nobody from the police at all. When temperatures started to rise, the noise got worse, and beehive relocation expert Guerrero from local apotherapy apotherapy (laughs) company La Comina Sandora was called in from about three weeks ago. There was a unbearable noise, and they did not know what to do, said Guerrero. Just imagine. <laughs> Everyone, just imagine. Just imagine. Think about it. Aaron. <laughs> Think about it. Aaron, look, oh, at, look, hey. at me. look at me. I don't know, senor. Imagine. No CC because the bees. From about three months ago. I'm going to say it again. It was so important. There was an unbearable noise, and they did not know what to do. Just imagine. Just imagine. What he found on the uh, at the house on May twelfth was a shock of uh, a shock even 
for the experienced beekeeper, a hive home to around 80,000 bees behind a bedroom wall. You think there was honey back there? I hope so. I bet there was. Guerrero said he was surprised the human inhabitants had been able to share a house with such noisy neighbors, especially as the hive was so big, it must have been there for a couple of years. I've seen where they've had to pull walls down on the outside of houses to get to them. Yeah, me too. He said the noise wouldn't have been constant, but would have fluctuated depending on what the bees were doing that day. If it was polka day, bingo day. Board game day. Board game, whatever it was. Movie night. They're watching b-movie of course what really gave them away is was dance day because they were just buzzing all those little legs yes. going. he said that, that was dumb he said that, <laughs> he said the noise wouldn't have been okay what um, depending on blah 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 on some days the bees would be buzzing as they came and went but on other times they would be working quietly in their hive said guerrero providing a moment of peace for the humans next door mm-hmm. he said the hive uh, would have grown so big because a large number of flowers in the local area, as well as higher temperatures in recent years, which have lengthened the insect's reproductive period. Guerrero said he has received more calls to rescue hives so far this year than ever. Rescue? I'm thinking just get rid of, eradicate. No, we need bees. Well, I don't want to kill the bees. I'm saying, I wouldn't say rescue. They seem like they're doing just fine. Well, yeah, they, they uh, were no, happy where they were. No, senor, we don't need to be rescued. <laughs> We're going fine. We're good. Just make sure you get Jerry Seinfeld. Why are you stuck on that movie? It's a kid's movie. You don't I know. Like kids I've never seen it. I just know he started um, it. Uh, let's see. Uh, he, okay. And he thinks the bee population is in good health. There is more awareness for the importance of bees, he said. That was good. <laughs> that uh-huh. was good. What are you doing uh, over there? You're going to hit a button? What are you doing? Yes, I am. Since we're done with the bees, let's head down Don't south. Don't a little line at the top there. <laughs> this, too, comes from us from Mark Patch. Headline is, a, a man called 911 after a comedian Why made... Why they call him that? Uh, after a comedian made Middle Eastern jokes at a comedy club. That's just dumb. And this comes Not to us... Not the joke part, the 911 part. Naples, Florida. An audience member at one of his recent shows called 911 to complain about one of Ahmed Ahmed's jokes. Because that was... An emergency. Ahmed Ahmed performed at Off the Hook Comedy Club in Naples, Florida on May 12th. The following day, a man who had attended the show called 911 and complained about when Ahmed asked the audience who was from the Middle East. And a whole bunch of people raised their hand, the caller said, according to 911. And he said, where are you from? I'm from Iraq. I'm he from, talk like he must be from southern Iraq. This is this is the guy calling nine one one. Oh, gotcha. <clears throat> I'm from Iraq. I'm from Iran. I'm from Pakistan. I'm from here. I'm from there. He said, "That's great. We could organize our own little terrorist organization." I don't think he talked like he was from the south, though. Well, that was the guy calling the nine one one. He's he, from Florida. Oh, he's from Florida. Yeah. you're right. Did they talk like that in Florida? Yeah, Can this they, guy does. Did they speak at all? Didn't you hear him? Yeah, I heard him. I felt like I was there. For the record, oh wait, no, this is him. For the record, the column is quoted my joke. I never said we could start our own terrorist organization. The caller, who described Ahmed as Middle Eastern, said he called because the comment made him feel uncomfortable, Craig. Hmm. So, yes, of course. Let's, let's all start calling 911 anytime we're uncomfortable. No, 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 no. Listeners, don't do that. We were, he was being facetious. Yeah, facetious. He was concerned Ahmed hey, throw a little in there. would say it again. At a later performance. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Off the hook owner Brian Spina said he was shocked when the police arrived at the club to investigate the complaint. 
Spina said something like this has never happened before. Yeah, I don't know why you stayed for the whole show, he told CNN. I'm mad. It's probably more straight down the road compared to other comedians. His material isn't even meant to be offensive. It's just funny. That was uh, that was the you, Brian Spina. You can't Spina. make fun of people. Like, right here, right now. Right. Like, you were... You're, you're talking uh, about Van Halen? Right here, right no, now? No, different right here, right now. Okay. Uh, what was the other one? Um... Toad the Wet Sprocket. Toad the Wet Sprocket. Somebody like that. Remember that right, right here, right now? Wasn't that them? <laughs> Have you told the Wet, wet Sprocket? <laughs> toad, the, the, toad the Wet Sprocket. So, um, you know, the fact is they, they're trying to have – it's comedy. You, you're, 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 comedy is dying you, because of politi- political correctness. You read that to make me feel like I was there. Ex- absolutely, It yes. was not mean-spirited. No. It was meant to be – Put you in the story. Authentic. Exactly. Ahmed shared a video online while the police questioned him about the incident. Don't change your set. Don't change your jokes, said one of the officers. Ahmed said the officers were very polite. Ahmed's 48 years old, was born in Egypt, but moved to California when he was one month old. Spina has invited Ahmed back for another performance next Wednesday after popular demand, and Ahmed has agreed. Good. Yeah. So there. Hey, the next one's a local story yes. from Elisa. Folsom Williams. That's right. She, uh, I think she owns part of Folsom City Blues. <clears throat> I'm not sure. Remember that talk we had before the show? No. Okay. No. Patrol car stolen when deputies respond to 911 call. Don't we have a local story theme song? We don't. Let's use this one. That's not. That doesn't apply. It's just a theme song. It's a local story. That's lazy. <laughs> I was saying, la, 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 we got a local story here. Yeah. <laughs> no, I like mine a lot It's better. a local story theme song. Yeah. <laughs> okay, go ahead with your local story from Patrol Melissa. car stolen when deputies respond to a 911 call. Hickman County, Tennessee. Hickman County. A patrol car was stolen in Hickman County Monday. We don't even have to alter our voices for no. this one. This when deputies responded to a 911 call, authorities told news to a woman now identified as Karen Spangler had called 911 nonstop before deputies responded to her call. It's unknown why she was calling the emergency line. When deputies responded, they found her singing and dancing in the road. <laughs> deputies followed her. I, th- in- I got a feeling there's some chemical uh, reactions going I'm on sure. there. Yeah. Deputies followed her into her home while she got her ID. Spangler then walked out of the house and got into the patrol car and sped off. <laughs> Bye. A pursuit ended after Spangler crashed the patrol car on Interstate 40 West. She admitted to officers to using meth. Oh, there you go. She, she made a meth of everything. She did. At the time, Spangler's mother said she believed her daughter was on her way to Murray County. You know, it's Murray County, but they say Murray County. They do, don't and they? And I don't know what that's about. No. So we're going to say it like they would say it. At the time... Spangler's mother says she believed her daughter was on her way to Murray County Regional Hospital for rehab. I said, no, no, no. <laughs> Spangler's charged with DUI, theft, and driving on a suspended license. So that's a local story right here from Middle Tennessee. I don't know. Who's this next one from? I don't know that. Uh, this comes to a listener by the name of Carrie Walker. Carrie? Carrie? Jerry? Jerry Walker? I think it's Carrie. Carrie that's a C. 
Terry uh, Walker. Uh, and it's another Florida should, story. I know Larry Walker. Florida man fled in replica of TV's General Lee car after setting X's house on fire. It all sounds in order. A former jockey set his head. I wonder if it's like a horse jockey. Is he shorter than you? <laughs> It'd have to be if he's a jockey. Set his ex-wife's house in southwest Marion County on fire after an apparent domestic dispute Tuesday night, then led deputies on a multi-county chase using different vehicles. One of them was a Dodge Charger painted to look like the General Lee from the TV show The Dukes of Hazard. You think they? Uh, you think he jumped any ditches or anything with it? He's just a good old boy. <laughs> he didn't mean any harm, I, I'm sure. Beats all you ever saw. has been the trouble with the law since, well, since the story started. Yeah, Oswald Allen Pieria age 44, was taken to UF Health Shands Hospital in Gainesville, Florida after suffering burns on 15% of his body. Ouch. His, he faces charges such as fleeing and eluding violation of domestic violation protection order. Uh, violence protection. Oh, that's what I meant. And assault on an officer, according to a news report. He could also face arson charges. Video shot by neighbor Shirley Gravel uh, sometime after 7 p.m. shows thick smoke and tall flames pouring from the roof of the house. I feel bad for the children because on top of everything else they were going through, they have to worry about their family members, she told the news. He's always been really nice to us. Every time we're out walking, he'll stop and say, hi, and he loved his job. I know he loved his family, so I honestly don't know. He must have been really distraught if it was him. Pereira fled the scene, then led deputies on a chase in a Dodge Charger painted to resemble the General Lee. He ditched the charger and took off again in a white GMC Yukon. He literally ditched it. <laughs> he probably, if it was painted like General Lee. Leading authorities through Marion and Levy counties, they used a pit maneuver. You know what that is. If you watch uh, Live PD, you've seen plenty of those. I do not. To knock the SUV off the road, Pereira was arrested after running into a mobile home, according to reports. So how you like that? Or do you, do you like it? I guess. You know, uh, that's a shame. Thick Smoke and Tall Flames would have been a good band name, too. Yeah. It would have been. <laughs> Watch out. Oh, the snake hole. Freaky snake hole. Freaky. Freaky. The snake hole band. <laughs> this one comes from... A- Ableth or Ableth? I think it's Ableth. Ableth Rogue. Ableth S- Rogue One. Sent this to our email. Snake seeks warmth. Warmth. <laughs> warmth. Wake up, man. That's a snake. You're talking about snakes? snakes? I don't know no snakes. Snake seeks warm ben- warmth. But I have a hard time with the word warmth. <laughs> Are you okay? It's not a tumor. Snake seeks warmth beneath woman's pillow as she settles into watch Q&A. What's Q&A? I guess it's something. Carolyn Reynolds' story is the stuff of nightmares. A tale with no way, in no way, hysterical. See, a tale... I see that. Hysterical. There's lots of one-liners in As she settled into bed for an evening of Q&A on the telly this week. Is this in England? Must be. She felt something start to move beneath her bed. Oh, I thought to myself, God, there's plenty of mozzies around here tonight. (laughs) What's a mozzie? A mozzie. What is that? I don't know. Because Uh, I can hear something vibrating and hissing. The Bush education instructor from Lake Bennett, south of Darwin. Okay, where is this? It's got to be in England. I don't know. I'm kind of wondering. It's across the pond, Darwin. 
I'm looking it up real quick so we'll know. Yeah, Lake Bennett ahead. is, thank you, it's Australia. Oh, well, why, why didn't you say so? <laughs> why didn't you say so? Why didn't Al Biff, Rogue, say so? Appleth. I love it when listeners send us stories. Saves me so much time. Saves. Save. Come on, come on, come on, do a big salute. Oh, that's enough. Yeah. Well, I thought to myself, God, there's plenty of mozzies around tonight. Because I can hear something vibrating or hissing. The bush, she's got a very low voice. That's okay. The bush education instructor from Lake Bennett, south of Darwin, said she held her breath as she began to turn the pillow over. Oh, yeah, yeah. I peeked beneath my pillow and jumped out of bed as fast as I possibly could. You know, we should have known this was Australia if there's a snake under the a pillow. A snake in the bed yes. or the toilet. Yes, it's got to be Australia. It's got to be down under, mate. Upon closer inspection, however, Ms. Reynolds, who is a biologist by trade, was able to identify the snake as Dave. <laughs> he had his little hat. Hi, I'm Dave. <laughs> don't don't I'll be your, me. Uh, I'll be your snake under your bed for the evening. Anyway, it's a flaky gray. A flaky gray? It sounds like you. <laughs> As temperatures began to cool for the dry season, Ms. Reynolds said snakes tend to surface around this time of the year. Yeah. Snakes are on the move to find a warm place to sleep. It seems my bed was definitely warm on the outside. I caught the snake in a pillowcase and organized to take it up to the wildlife park to see if they wanted a very pretty specimen. Oh, my goodness. Ms. Reynolds said her unusual bedtime encounter had prompted multiple jokes from family in the United, in the United Kingdom. I've been on my own the past 20 years. So my family have been sure to make a great big joke about having a snake in the bed. <laughs> she said while living in remote areas of the territory had prepared her for the unexpected. How about just living in Australia? Yeah. That'll this particular you. incident would go down in history. A snake by your head is an enlightening moment. That's not a snake. No, that was a snake. That's a snake. What is what has he got the lion's share of the stories tonight? <sighs> this next story comes to us from Mark Patch. Mark, hey. don't you have a job? Headline. <laughs> Leave Mark alone, man. Because you, you want him doing all the, sending you all the stories. Headline is, bride shames wedding guest who allegedly brought 10 Tupperware containers to take home leftovers. First of all. Oh, oh. See, so I, all the wedding guests showed up with her yes, own to take stuff see, home. See, now you thought what I thought. I thought somebody had gifted her, gifted her some, some Tupperware, Tupperware which I was gonna say, awesome. Which I was going to say, if it was authentic Tupperware, that crap's expensive. And it's good stuff, too. But it's not. There's Tupperware still around from the... I've got some. There's yeah. Tupperware from the 70s that's yep. still working like it did day one. I've got it. We've got some in our house. Okay, the guest is apparently a big fan of leftovers and upsetting the bride. That's just bad form. It really is. A woman, and it gets worse, the way she... she All right, but let's, 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 the way she found herself right, at this wedding. Wait, don't ruin it. A woman from Western Pennsylvania wrote on Facebook's immensely popular, that's it, I'm wedding shaming group, about an alleged incident involving her wedding and a very hungry guest. My husband and I had a very small wedding ceremony and reception. Probably about 25 people were invited. She writes, only close friends and family. And a handful of friends. However, a few days before the wedding, her dad's friend asked if he could bring his daughter and her husband to the nuptials. To which she said, yeah, I don't have a problem with that. So, the daughter shows up without her husband, but with about 10 Tupperware containers to take food, the outraged bride claims, stating her wedding was buffet style. I bet they weren't. I 
bet they weren't Tupperware. I bet they but weren't. They're, they're probably cheap glad. Walmart. Yeah, yeah, cheap yeah. Walmart. Yeah, that's what yeah, they were. Yeah, yeah. She loaded up seven Tupperware containers with food to take home and about three containers of homemade cookies. Is she British now? A couple of bottles of beers and most of the centerpiece. Centerpieces. Though the anonymous bride says she didn't notice any of this at the time because she was busy tending to other guests at the wedding and getting married. Having her big day. Yeah, and whatnot. She said her dad told her about it the next day. However, the bride's frustration with the guest continued when she opened up the woman's gift. (laughs) (laughs) And when we opened up our... It was uncomfortable after, When we opened up our quote-unquote gift from her, she gave us $5. Not even kidding. A $5 bill. The bride went on to claim that the offending woman was not poor by any stretch of the imagination. She stated she was probably better off than the bride herself. why she's not poor. Yeah, because she's crashing weddings left and right. It's time for the Mark Patch Top 10. I almost forgot it was Mark Patches, which would be ridiculous since we've talked about him the entire show. Well, he's he's been hard working for weird. The Mark Patch Top 10. Top 10 worst theatrical movies of the 2000s. Ready? This comes to us from thetop10s.com. Yeah, they, they know where it came from. <laughs> Number 10. I don't think anyone will argue. I've never watched it because I've heard so many bad things about it. I've never seen it either. Uh, Halle Berry, Catwoman. Uh, number nine, top ten worst theatrical movies of the 2000s, House of the Dead. Number eight, Turtle, Turtle, The Master of Disguise. I'm not totally enough for the Turtle Club. Horrible movie. <laughs> number seven, Home Alone 4, Taking Back the House, which Sarah used to watch a lot. I, or I, no, James watched I, that I enjoy one. the first two. The first one's a classic. The second one, I, I even like three. That's a different kid, right? Yeah. Yeah, no. But four, no thank you. The first one truly is a, cl- a classic. Absolutely. I absolutely love that movie. Yeah. Oh, it's Christopher Columbus wrote it. You know, when he after he discovered America, he started <laughs> writing it's, it's movies. Is that old? Yeah, he wrote uh, Gremlins we talked about last week. Wow. I believe he wrote that too. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Number six, top 10 worst theatrical movies of the 2000s, Super Babies, Baby Geniuses 2. Uh, number five, Jiggly. Ah, that one gets a really bad rep. Did you see it? No. I didn't either. That's J-Lo and Ben Affleck, yeah. right? Yeah. Number four. The irony in this. Disaster movie. <laughs> Number five, Dragon Ball Evolution. Number three. Number three, Dragon Ball Evolution. Number two. I remember we didn't watch this. We don't let the kids watch it because it was... Number two was poised as a... A kids' movie based on Dr. Seuss. It was uh, Mike Myers, right? The Cat in the Hat. Was there something wrong with it? Apparently, there was some pretty inappropriate stuff for little kids in it. But I, I have to go back and verify that. But I can remember it being on our television. I, I never maybe it was watched inappropriate it. because it was not funny. It may have been. And the number one. No one will argue with number one. Top ten worst theatrical movie of the two thousands. Battlefield Earth. Yep. You I'll, spend a weekend watching that thing. A Ron <laughs> Hubbard. L Ron, not A. Yeah. Don't even. Uh, Don't even. John Travolta. Where is the, the Mask 2 or Son of the Mask? Or that's another bad one. Yeah. Was that in 2000s? Or the I 90s? I believe so. Maybe I'm. Yeah, that been. Yeah. Yeah. That's a lot of bad movies Because in the, the Mask 2000s. was. I'm pretty sure that we'd have to double check that. It's yeah. pretty close. Either way, it should be in the list because it's horrible. Well, that's going to wrap up episode 278. Thanks so much for listening. Please leave us a review somewhere. Yes. And if you don't, we'll hunt you down and make you leave a review. That's right. Hey, Pops. Hope you're feeling good. Hi, Mom. Alright, um, so this is the part where you give me my 20 bucks? Uh, no. Who's got my 20 bucks? Uh, front drama. She's not in here. What's your problem?